Good morning, this is Dan Margulies filling in for Rabbi Linzer while he's away. Today is the 6th of Adar, March 16th, and we are going to be starting on Kiddushin Daf Dalad towards the bottom of Amibet, going into Daf Hay. So we're starting sort of in the middle of the topic, which is the questions of, on the one hand, what are the Limudim, what are the derivations for each of the three different uh, ways of getting uh, married, that is Kesef, Shtar, and Bia. And the Gemara has already brought most of the proofs for uh, Kiddushay Kesef and has already gotten into the discussion of Kiddushay Bia. Inter- interestingly enough, the order is different in the Drashot in the Gemara than it is in the Mishnah. The Mishnah goes Kesef, Shtar, and then Bia. And in the Gemara, Shtar is last. We're going to deal with that today. And we have this last paragraph here on the bottom of Dalet Amudbet, Uva Allah. The word uva'ala in the pasuk, that is, the pasuk says, ki ikach ish isha uva'ala, when a man takes a wife and ba'ala becomes her ba'al, perhaps in a more graphic sense, uh, is an active verb, but uva'ala melamed shenikneit bebiya. So the, the word uva'ala teaches that the kinyan of kiddushin is affected through uh, a sexual act, and it's important to note the Gemara later on in a few Dapim is going to ask the question, an important question, which is, Bia Kiddushin Osa or Bia Nisuin Osa? Does that initial sexual act do both stages of marriage at once? Does it, can you jump across both Kiddushin and Nisuin in that way? Or will it only affect Kiddushin and you'll need a second, a second step in order to affect Nisuin as well. Uh, recording it on this. Oh, is that the wrong? Oh well, sorry. Uh, wrong recorder. Uh, but it is being recorded. This has a microphone. I, I'm not going to do it with that now. Okay. Uva Who isn't it obvious? Isn't it de- derivable from different drashot from Kalva Homer? And we would not need the word uvala. So the question, um, sorry, just like a yivama, it can be acquired through sexual act, that is, the Mishnah had listed that yibum is affected only through sex, however, yibum cannot be affected through money, then in a normal marriage, not Yibum, which we know can be affected through money, doesn't that show us that money is more generally applicable and therefore uh, Bia should also work uh, by Kalva Homer? We're going to see that, um, that the Gemara continually com- compares and contrasts three different cases of marriage. Yibum, Amaha Ivriya, and normal marriage. Yibum is a case where uh, the brother-in-law has passed away without children, and his wife is already in some sense married to her brother-in-law, but they have to uh, still consummate that relationship anyway, and that's the kinyan of yibum, and it's a mitzvah, or it could be dissolved through chalitza. The amah yivriyah, that we're going to note, is somewhat marital and somewhat not. The Gemara insists that it is not marital, but if we read the psukim and we'll see Tosfot make a big deal about the fact that that is, when a minor girl is sold off as an indentured servant by her father, while it's primarily about her labor, 
it actually does have elements of a marital relationship as well, and we're going to see that. Okay, so those different cases are all connected by these Kaldachomers. Also, the three different ways of getting married are all going to be compared and interchanged with each other, and also comparing Kiddushin and Gerushin. That is, the Hekesh Havayel Yetzia. We're going to see that there are comparisons between them as well. And the question is, when we put all three of those different types of Limudim together in a blender, which ones come out on top? That is, which comparisons and which connections are primary and which are secondary? And this really gets to the core issues about what is the what is the institution of Kiddushin and how is it affected and how are each of these different elements playing into it. So just like we brought a question, we tried to make a Kavach Omer from Yevama, so Amaha undermines that Kavach Omer. You cannot uh, transfer the rights to an Amaha labor through Bia. So the Gemara says, Ah, Amaha Ivriya is not a marital relationship. So can we then compare it to both Yivama and regular marriage, which are Lishim Ishut, that are marital? And that's why we need the Pasuk to use the word Uvala to teach us that a normal marriage could be affected through sex. Now, but, why? I mean, we just said the Amarivir, we tried to undermine the Amarivir, we said Amarivir, it doesn't undermine it, so then we're left with the same Kalvachomer. No, meaning the Kalvachomer, the problem of the Kalvachomer is that, sorry, Mali ishut, so we, we're saying that Amaha Ivriya, no, sorry, I'm sorry, Uvala Velama Likra Haat Yala. Because we're saying exactly that point, that we don't need the Pasuk Uvala, Amaravashi, Mishum de Ikala, Mamma Ikara de Dina Pirkameheka. Kamaitila, Miyavama, Bali Vama, Shekane, Zikuka, the Omedit. So now Ravashi has to come along and reject the rejection, that is to prove why we do need Uvala. And he says, Yevama also cannot be extended to apply to normal marriage. That is, Yevama. Yibum is different from marriage, which is different than Amahavriya. They're all three distinct kinds of cases because Ravashi says, Mali Yivama, Shekain Zikukave Omedet, Tomar Bezo, Shekain Zikukave Omedet, Tamudomar Uvala. The difference between Yibum and regular marriage is that in Yibum, the Yivama is considered Zikukave Omedet. That, that state of what we call Zika, that is the state after her husband has died and before she has done either Halitza or Yibum, with the Yavam, that Zika is in some sense already stronger or sets the stage in a way, enables the process to continue more than a normal marriage where there is nothing setting the stage already. It's interesting to consider, according to some of the Tanaim, even I think Rabbi Akiva's opinion is important in this, I don't remember the sugi exactly, but that the Zika, there's already is a Machloket, Yesh Zika or Ein Zika, it's Machloket Tanaim, mm-hmm. and the question of how much when we say Zika, is that Zika comparable to Kiddushin almost? That is, the act of Yibum may be taking this marriage from a somewhat Mikudeshet state and already completing the third state towards uh, Nisuin. Michael, you have a question? No. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, so the Tosfo towards the bottom on Dalit Amudbet gets into some of those questions of Amaha Ivriya, and it's important to note that Amaha Ivriya, one of the rights of the the master, it's not exactly a slavery kind of case, it's a, an indentured servitude case. This young woman or, or really girl has been indentured to work until she comes of age. But one of the rights reserved by the master 
is Yi'ud. Yi'ud means that he can marry her to himself or he can marry her to his son and the Kesef Kiddushin is retroactively part of the Kesef that was granted at the time of the slave purchase. That is, Yi'ud is a marital aspect of Amaha Ivriya. And so on, while the Gemara has rejected the notion of Amaha Ivriya, She'ina Leshume Ishut, nonetheless, Tosfot brings in this problem of uh, what else is going on with Amahavriya regarding Yi'ud that maybe it really is more marital. And there are a number of other points in Tosfot that maybe we don't really have enough time to go into. Let's go on to Daf Hey, where we get into the question of Shtar. Uminayin Sha'af Bishtar. The interesting that the Gemara used the word af also, right? This order notes that star is perhaps the least intuitive way to get married. Uh, and we're going to see perhaps some of the reasons why uh, throughout the Gemara. So, minayin sha'af bishtar. How do we know that marriage, that is, kiddushin, could be affected by giving a star? That is some kind of a document. Vedinhu, isn't it a kalvachomer? You see the common structure of all these sugyot is to first suggest the kalvachomer from one of the other uh, types of marriage to reject the Kavachomer and to introduce an independent Limud. After we complete all three, then there will be an attempt to learn from a two to learn out the third one. That is, if we can't learn one by one, maybe we can try to do Tzad HaShaveh Shabbat. And then we're going to see that on Amud Bet. So the underlying principle in the entire Sukhya is that it would be preferable to learn from a Kavachomer and not use a scriptural reference for this and use it for something else. Exactly. And that's our general operating principle throughout. That is, if we can learn particularly Kavachomer, which does not require us to use up any Psukim or any Drashot, we would it would be most expedient, most efficient if we could learn things by Kavach Omer. So let's see the Gemara. Minayin sha'af bishtar v'dinu ma kesef she'ein motzi machnis money, which can be used to enter into a marriage but cannot be used to effect divorce. That is, ein motzi, kesef, you cannot give kesef for divorce. Divorce, we spent three months learning the sasekitin. A get can only be given as a document. Kesef, sefer, korta ve'in davar acher korta. We're going to see that drasha today. So, ma kesef she'ein motzi machnis, shar she'motzi ein odin she'machnis, isn't it by Kalva Homer that since we know that a star can end the marriage, perhaps a star could so begin the marriage as well? Ah, but we're trying to learn... Is it ridiculous, though, to say the power of a star is so powerful that the star can even end the marriage? So, be so powerful can begin the marriage, certainly can't end the marriage. But that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. That's not that's, powerful. That's the point. So, this part of the question, the Rashba frames this in the context of koach de hetera adif, the strength necessary to create permissibility, that is, the strength of the get is a stronger power than to create a prohibition. We have principles where you can make Isurim all over the place. We have Nidarim, we, can, we have principles Shabi Anafsha Kechadicha Zi Isura. So those are all principles whereby a prohibition can be introduced with relative ease. But to create a leniency where there is none, and to create permission where there is none, is impossible. You can't make something mutar that is already Asur. That's the power of a get. So obviously a get, a star, has incredible legal weight. We know that Shtarot in the monetary realm as well, have incredible power in terms of their, their testimony, reliability in court. Rabbi Yochanan's opinion, that the witnesses who have signed on the star do not need to undergo the drisha v'chakira in the same way that witnesses who come uh, in person for a court case, they're already automatically accepted. So a star really is a powerful thing, or ma- almost magical thing in the halakha, 
that it really is incredibly robust. So here too, we see that the strength of the star to affect divorce is actually incredibly powerful, particularly the fact that it creates a heter where there would have been a severe sewer. So it's no, it's a kalvachomer from star. That is, the point is when you compare star to be, to kesef, kesef we know can make a marriage. And we don't know whether Star can make a marriage or not. We know Star can end a marriage. The fact that Star can end a marriage is in unique power, is incredibly strong. So it sounds like we should also be able to derive that Star. Now, this is not going to be the exactly mood right now, but that's the suggestion. Okay, so Malakesef, she came putting Bohekdeshumatzer Shani. But what about Kesef? Kesef, unlike Star, could be used for Pidyon, that is to uh, transfer the state of uh, either Matzer Shani or Hekdesh, which normally would have to be brought to Yerushalayim and brought either as korbanot or eaten in Yerushalayim. Uh, and the money could be used to redeem those statuses onto the money and to bring the money to Yerushalayim and buy uh, other things. So, so what? Was it One second. Gershon? One second. That's exactly part of the question, which is how far a net are we casting when we talk about status changes? Right? If I have a pile of fruit and it's Master Shani and I want to be poted Master Shani onto a silver coin, that status change in some sense, is similar to Kiddushin in that, the, again, we've already seen the comparison or equation between Kiddushin and Hektesh, the Asar La Kulei Alma Kehektesh, we had on Bet Amuzet, the fact that the Lashon Kiddushin, the use of the word Kiddushin, is to compare the marital act in some sense, both the prohibitions of the marital act as well as the sanctity of the marital union to Hektesh in some sense. So we should com- be able to, at least in some sense, compare the act of Pidyon to Marriage. Now, again, also the question is, pidyon is not exactly monetary. It's dealing with isurim. It's dealing with something which is consecrated property. And thus, the type of status that's being affected and changed is, in some sense, comparable. Now, this is going to be rejected. But it's important to note the unique power of kesef here. The pasuk says, it's not exactly a pasuk. We're going to see the Gemara quotes. Benatan ha-kesef. The kamlo is actually two different psukim smushed together. But it's what's always used to quote the fact that you can use money to be podet, to redeem your master Shani, the fact that money can absorb the status of master Shani is a unique quality of money, unlike any other Kinyan. Rashi suggests what kind of a star is the Havamina? What kind of star would be suggested to be used for master Shani? A star chov. You say, this fruit, I will be podet this fruit onto the silver coin. I don't have the silver coin with me. I read a star that says, I'm obligated to bring $5 silver coin to Yerushalayim for Matzar Shani. That would be a shtar chov, right? A creating a lien on your own property. And the Rashba is very upset by that, and the Rashba says it's not comparable. The shtar kidushin is not a shtar chov. A shtar of a get is not a shtar chov. It's a shtar kinyan. It's a shtar that says in it what you're doing. And the Rashba suggests it would be a shtar that just says, Hare perot elu uh, podim. It's from two different psukim, from from Vayikra. It's kind of smushed together. Vayikra kafzayin. Okay, but Natanak has the kamlo. Amar kaviyatzavahaita. So the pasuk about divorce and marriage connects viyatza. She leaves vehayitali ishacher, and she can remarry. That is, after a divorce, a woman can remarry. Makish havayeliyetzia. No. So we learn it out not from some kind of kalvachomer, from kirushei kesef, but from the hekesh, the connection between the act of divorce and the act of marriage. 
That is, Just like you can get divorced by a get, so too a person could get married using a star kiddushin. So we have a question. Couldn't we make the hekesh in the opposite direction? That is, learn from kiddushin to so just like a person can get married with money, so too you could get divorced with money. If you would say, in a world where money could be used to enter into marriage as well as get divorced, then the defense attorney will have turned into the prosecuting attorney. That is, that the way of entering into the marriage will have become a way of leaving the marriage. Interesting to note, this is something Rabbi Linder touched on before, the reality is seeping through here, that is that Kiddushay Kesef is the most common, perhaps really only, method of Kiddushin that Chazal are familiar with. Kiddushay Shtar is not common, or is not ever really practiced, and therefore there's no suspicion or no concern that people will say, Senegor, not say Kategor, by Shtar Kiddushin. Shtar Kiddushin exists almost entirely as a theoretical construct. So, right? couldn't they say the same thing? That is, if you can get married with a star, then you would get divorced with a star. And that would be that the uh, prosecuting attorney has turned into the defense attorney by the fact that you've made the tekesh These are two different starot. The, the, yeah, the words in the star are different. So that is... Fine, no one's going to confuse a get with the shtar kiddushin because the shtar themselves have explicitly in the words of the shtar what the purpose of the shtar is. No one will confuse them. And therefore, though, you need a pasuk to prove shtar and you can't just derive it logically. No, it can be derived. It can be derived logically from divorce to marriage and there's no concern of people being upset or people being confused by kategor nasesanegor. That is, so, because the shtarot are different right. and explicitly different, no one will say ah, okay. that the way you get married is the right. same way you get divorced. Okay. It's okay. the same mechanism, but right. a unique uh, unique object. So I think also what confused me was that that drasha on the Pazak of Habayan Yitziah is considered to be a Kalvachomer. It's considered to be a Hekesh. A hek- uh, it's considered to be a, uh, my question is, it's a Hekesh um, but from within a, the language of a pasuk. Correct. So is it a limud from mikra, or is it a logical construct? Ah, so that's exactly a good question. When the Rambam, we know, categorizes halachot, which are learned from, um, from drashot, differently from halachot, which are uh, explicit in the psukim. Rambam will only quote as a mitzvah something which is explicit in the psukim, at least according to what satisfies his criteria. The Rambam, it can be shown through his various works, his approach to Kiddushin, the three different ways of getting married, evolved over time. In the first edition of the Perish HaMishnah, the Rambam thought that only Kiddushay Bia was what he would call a Deoraita, mm-hmm. that is explicit in the Pasuk, and both Shtar and Kesef were learned out from Drashot. In second edition of the Perush HaMishnah, and in the first edition of the Mishnah Torah, he says that Shtar and Bia are the Oraita and Kesef is what he calls Divrei Sofrim, which means that it's learned from a drasha. And by the time he re-edited Mishnah Torah later in life, 
this, as if second edition Mishnah Torah, he had changed it, and this is recorded in his, the Chuvot of his son, Rav Avram ben Arambam, that he says, Shloshtan Dvar Torah, all three are considered to be the Oraita. So the Rambam's understanding of how the Drashot apply to Kiddushin, uh, to the, each of the three different methods of Kiddushin is very interesting. But obviously he sees the word Uba Allah literally is in the Pasuk. Shtar is about juxtaposition between two Psukim or the same Pasuk. And then Kiddushin Kesef is learned from other Psukim that are made by either the question of um, Stay Ephron or Amaha Ibriya. So Rambam was willing to change his mind. Of course he was willing to change. Everyone is willing to change their mind. The question is, when you have a contradiction between two different Rambams, what do you go by, right? That's the other <laughs> question, right? Okay, so we said, so, Mile de Hai Shtar Lechud, Mile de Hai Shtar Lechud, the two different Shtarot are unique. Hachanami, Hai Kaspa Lechud, Hai Kaspa Lechud. So shouldn't we also say, the money that's used for Kiddushin will be different coins than the money that's used for uh, divorce, if we would live in a world where divorce was possible through money. So, Tiva Miachad, who, no, because money all has the same nature. That is, coins are fungible. A star is a unique object. If I have a $5 bill, I have no care in the world that this $5 bill is different from any other $5 bill. If I lose a $5 bill, or someone steals a $5 bill from me, all I want is $5 back. I don't care that it's the exact object. So, that's the difference between a star and a kesef. That is, kesef, the whole nature of kesef is tifa miachadhu. It has one nature. And that is, that if, even if you would get married with money and divorced with money, then people would still be able to say, well, you're doing the same, the same money. But if you get married with a star and divorced with a star, they're two unique, two different so unique stars. People will say you can get married and divorced with money. So we don't, we have so this, a general principle, Ein Kategor Nase Sanegor. We apply it to the shofar on, on uh, Rosh Hashanah. We don't use a cow's horn for the shofar, even though sort of at a technical level perhaps it would be appropriate. The Kohen Gadol does not wear gold into the Kadosh Kadoshim on Yom Kippur. The idea that Somehow, things from which we've sinned or things from which there's a negative association, you shouldn't use in a positive context. So, how far do we take that? In which cases is the Gemara suggested in is an interesting question. Why only in certain cases and not others? But that's, that's what we have. Okay. Rava Amar. Amar Kra the Katavla. Biktiva mitgareshet ve'ina mitgareshet bekesef. So, Rava has to suggest or re- reject the notion that a person could get divorced using money. Because the Pasuk says, the Katavla, you have to write the get. We spent three months on this. The Katavla, Bektiva, Midgareshe, Veina, Midgareshe, Bekesef. Veima, Bektiva, Midgareshe, Veina, Midkadeshe, Bektiva. So how come we make that limud? That is, you could get divorced with a get, but not divorced with money, and we don't use the same, the Katavla, to learn you can get divorced with a star and not married with a star. The answer, we connect uh, Kiddushin to Gerushin, so that's the question. Umarait mitzvarp. Kai begerushin mimait gerushin. Kai begerushin mimait kiddushin. So, why, uh, what, it's logical to suggest that when we're making a mi'ut, we're making a reduction on the possibilities, we would apply from Gerushin to Gerushin and not Gerushin to Kiddushin. Now, frankly, this has been this whole back and forth about exactly this question, which is, whenever we have any halacha that we're trying to learn here and through all these dapim, are we connecting Kiddushin to other modes of Kiddushin? Are we connecting Gerushin to Kiddushin? Are we connecting Gerushin to Gerushin? Are we connecting Gerushin to Kiddushin? So those kinds of questions are left somewhat unresolved. I want to note an interesting <coughs> achok it brought in the Rashba 
The Rashba has a question about could you get married using karka or not. We saw there's a problem of mechubar by a get. You cannot write a get on something which is still mechubar la karka, still attached to the ground, because that's not really, that's not sefer kritut. It's not, and it has to be venatan, so it can't be that it's lacking anything of kitsita before the netina. So the question is, could you use a piece of property as your ketev kidushin, and even could you use a piece of property as perhaps your shtar kidushin written on a tree or something like that? So the bal ha'itzer thinks that you could not use karka because we say hekesh havaya We connect from divorce to marriage, and the Rashba himself actually accepts the idea of using karka. He says, look, the only way we connect Havaya and Yitzia is to Shtar Kiddushin. But if we're talking about Kesef Kiddushin, the money we use for marriage, there are no limitations on that about Mechubar. Of course, you could give ownership of a piece of land and transfer that, and that piece of land could serve as Kesef Kiddushin. So that's an interesting question of how far do we take those equations. Okay. Okay. uses this drasha, that is Vekatavla, for a different drasha in Yevamos, uh, sorry, Gitin on Kaf Aleph, She'ena Mikdarashib Bekesef, that she could not get divorced with uh, money, Menale. So how does Rabbi Yossi learn that? Amar Kra, Sefer Kritut, Sefer Korta, Ve'in Davar Korta, you could only get divorced using a book, using a bill, and not any other way. Rabbanan Hai Kritut, my Avdileh, how do the rabbis then understand the fact that it says Kritut and not Karat? Uh, and that's the drasha that Rabbi Yossi uses. They require it to learn that it has to be a full severance at the time of divorce. Kedetanya, we saw this a few weeks ago or last week uh, about all of the different tanaim of divorce. If a person makes a permanent tanai on the Kedushin, uh, he says, this is your divorce on the condition that you never drink wine ever. Ein kritut. Because that cannot be considered kritut. That can't be considered a divorce because his power over her still a residual effect. That is, that the Tanai will be binding for forever. But if it's for 30 days, then that's fine. The question comes up, what if it's longer than 30 days and shorter than forever? So, what if he says for 50 years? What if she's 60 years old and he says for the next 50 years you can't go visit your parents? Is that the same thing? Is that, so the Rashba deals with that in Shuvah and the Rashba thinks even an extended period of time is considered that it has an end. And Tosfut deals with that here as well. The question of the, what about if she predeceases him or what if he predeceases her? How do we consider some of those cases about Dabar HaKoray Beinu Levena? So if it's for 30 days, then it is kritut. That is a, a good severance. He learns it out from the fact that the Pasuk could have said the word karet, uh, sefer karet, and it says instead sefer kritut, multiple kritut, so he can learn both drashot from that. And the rabbis do not learn from the word karet to the word kritut. Uh, so why, if we cannot learn one from one, yes, Charlie. Oh, Sorry, we were having an Amoraic discussion, and then all of a sudden we get Tanaim. Well, we have to address. Well, it's because we, as a loose end, we have to address Rabbi Yossi Haglili's opinion from Gitten, which, which we is, had not right, brought up, which we hadn't brought up until now. It's a good question about the structure <laughs> of the sukkah. Um, moving forward. We've just concluded the question of can we learn one to one. The Gemara has just said, We cannot derive one from one. That is one of the ways of getting married from any of the other ones. However, 
Can we derive one from two at once? So hi, if the Torah had not written that you could get uh, married with a star, so we would say, well, maybe you could derive star from the combination of Bia and Kesef. And we say, no, no, no. Bia and Kesef are different than star because Hana'atan Meruba. Bia and Kesef have a quality that star does not have, which is Hana'a. Mm-hmm. If you get more money or if you're more sexually active, there is a Hana'a involved in that act or in that property. And a star, there's no Hana'a in owning a star. A star doesn't have any intrinsic value. We know that a star could be Pachot Mishavipruta. A star has no Hana'a. All it is is a legal object. And as a legal object, it, it has no. Uh, Hana, so that's what's different about Shtar from the other two. We're going to see that each of them has unique qualities. So the unique quality of Shtar is that it does not work by a transfer of Hana'a. There's a question. The Shar HaMelech has a problem about could marriage be affected, could Kiddushin be affected through anal sex or not? And there's a question. Chazal at least understand that anal sex involves less Hana'a. And he has a problem about this and he says, well, maybe it's because Bia actually doesn't work by uh, transfer of Hana'a at all. It's actually a legal act of Bia. It's the Ma'ase Kinyan. It's the act of Kinyan, and it's not because there's some Hana'a involved in the act. So that's a question about how much or how little the fact that the Gemara says Shekain Hana'a Tan Rubeh is that an intrinsic quality of the act of Bia that it must uh, have Hana'a in order to produce Kiddushin or not. Uh, well, no, I mean, well, you have to know. It's so they didn't enjoy it. I mean, okay, so that's exactly the question. So the question is, here the Gemara says, Bia is different from Shtar in that Bia has Hana'a. Is that intrinsic to the process of Kiddushé Bia, that there be Hana'a transferred from the man right. to the woman, or that the woman experience some Hana'a through that process, or not? That's right. the question. Right. That's right. I think in general there's Hana'a, meaning, therefore... You okay, know, but the, the, question, right. the legal issue is it's irrelevant. Your subjectivity of experience is irrelevant right. to the legal question right. of the force of the people. Okay. So we say, lo, this over... So we just say that, we said, what, because of... So, so mala Hana'a, Shekhein Hana'a, Kesef and Bia have Hana'a, and Shtar so, does but, not. So therefore, no, no, I'm saying, so therefore what? So, so therefore, we cannot learn... From the fact that we have Bia and Kesef, that we could not extrapolate from those two, that you could also do Kiddushay Shtar. That is, we cannot learn Chada uh, Mitarte. We cannot learn one out of the two. We're going to have to derive one out of those two. that one out of those two. We're going to see each of the three different methods has its own unique property, and therefore each of them must be learned out uniquely. Uh, okay. So couldn't we have not written Bia, and we would have been able to learn it out from these two, that is Kesef and Shtar? Kesef and Shtar have many different things that they could be used for Kinyanim. We're going to see the rest of the parak addresses purchasing land, purchasing slaves. There are other kinds of transactions which could be affected using Kesef and Shtar, but Bia... Bia is not a normal mode of acquisition. If you go out to the marketplace, you cannot buy a piece of land by Bia. It sort of doesn't make sense. Tosfot has a suggestion that's rejected, but Tosfot has a havamina about perhaps we could compare the idea of chazaka by karka, that is, buying a piece of land by building a fence around it or by plowing it or by walking uh, along the environs, in some way demonstrating ownership or uh, establishing the connection to the property as the as the owner of the land, could that be comparable in some sense to uh, bia by kiddushin? Physically and changed something. Well, it's not just physically changed, but it's demonstrating the reality of the relationship between the 
owner and the field in the same way that a sexual act is a demonstration of the marital relationship, and Tosos rejects that notion. But it's an interesting question. Obviously, it touches on a very sensitive issue about how much is the woman's role in the sexual act uh, to be compared or not to the way a person buys a piece of field, and that's exactly Tosos' objection, which is that you can't compare those two. They're very different kinds of, of legally uh, significant acts. But if you're saying that it's a, uh, the way of doing confusion, then they're actually quite similar. I don't understand. It's like if you if you learn from it, then it does make sense. So uh, that, we'll have to see that Tosodan Gimel, and I think it comes up in this. Uh, yeah, it's Tosodan Gimel. So maybe we can talk about it a little bit afterwards. But it's a it's a it's a serious question. It takes a lot of time, I think, to to address it appropriately. Um, so what if the Torah had not mentioned Kiddushay Kesef? So, Shtar could be Baal Karcha, that is, a, some kind of a Shtar. In this case, the Shtar of divorce can be Baal Karcha. A husband can divorce his wife Baal Karcha without her will, and therefore, we know that Shtar, the world of Shtar, exists with the possibility of Baal Karcha, and uh, Bia exists in a world of Baal Karcha. We saw that the Bia for Yibum, because the woman has already, in some sense, yeah, uh, consented to the Yibum Kinyan. doesn't apply. So Yibum, uh, Yibum as well. The Bia of Yibum could be Balkarcha, and again, it doesn't mean rape. It means the, the specific agreement to the legal entry into the marital relationship with this man has, does not require her to agree at this time. That is, her dot for the Kiddushin was already... We say that it does not apply to a normal case of marriage. Though. And it doesn't apply to so a normal case. But this, what about but marriage? So then they'll do, they'll do Khalifa. That's the point. I, and again, how much does it come out? Uh, it is a gray line there as well, and it becomes problematic. But that's part of the issue here. And the point is that Bia and Shtar could exist as Balkarta. But in some, questions, some cases. In some cases. They exist in that universe. Kesef, according to the Gemara, Kesef, there's no such thing as Kesef Balkarta. Tosos, of course, tells us there are. Well, okay, that's part of the question. The other question Tosos brings is from Amahairia. The father can sell his daughter off as an Amahairia, Val Karcha, and the question then, and Tosos de- develops this idea, and it's a very important idea, which is that the husband's role, or the father's role in the Amahairia, and perhaps in Kiddushek Tana in general, is not that the father is doing something against the daughter's will and that he's imposing it on her. It's actually that he's the active agent in that, at that time. She's a minor. He's the active legal agent. And therefore, it's not Balkarcha. It's actually the she's father's not consent. Bar, so she's not a Bardat. Right. There's no, there's no Ratzon, as right. it were. So the, the, uh, the way in which Da'at is affected in this transaction comes through the father, and so it's not considered to be Balkarcha. Okay. So Gemara asks this question, couldn't it be Balkarcha by Amahavriya? And it says, It's not Ishud, right? Amahavriya, even though it has certain marital aspects, that is through Yehud, the primary role of Amahavriya is in fact not anything to do with uh, marriage at all. Amaravuna. Chupa Kona Mikalva Chomer. So we have finished our discussion of the three ways of getting married. That is, Kesef, Shtar, and Bia. We saw that each of them has its own limud. We saw that none of them could be derived from any of the other ones. And then we s- said, well, maybe we could derive 
one from two, and we said, no, each of them has a unique quality. Shtar has no Hana'a, Bia has no Kinyanim generally, it's not a normal way of making Kinyanim, and Kesef it does not exist Baal Karcha, it's unique in that aspect. Um, so each of the different ways of getting married has different mechanism or different properties that is really interesting to think about how the fact that three different processes to all reach the same ends could have drastically different tenor, drastically different qualities, and it actually raises important and, and uh, uh, significant aspects of the fact that nowadays we all use Kiddushé Kesef and not uh, any of the other modes of Kiddushin. It's interesting to consider the fact that each of them, even though they reach the same legal end, actually are very different processes. So, Rav Huna now suggests, what about chuppah? Chuppah, we know, is the rabbinic term for nisuin, for the process, the second stage of marriage. And chuppah, the Rishonim have, I think, a seven-way machloket about what chuppah actually refers to. Does it refer to uh, wrapping the two people together in some kind of a beged, like you see at some Sephardi weddings where they wear a talit together? Does it refer to spreading a sheet over them, like Ashkenazi weddings we often do? That's the chuppah. Does it refer to the husband putting a, a cloth over the wife's yeah. face? That's a veiling process. Does it refer to yichud? Does it refer to sex? There are many different... Does it refer to going home to the house that they will live in together and eating there and living there? So each of those different processes are obviously going to tell us what this chuppah is about. It's a big machloket. So, Amar Avhuna, chuppah kona mikavachomer. We should say that chuppah could affect the kinyan of kiddushin by kavachomer. Even though there's no basis for a chuppah in the Torah? The Torah knows of Nisuin, and therefore Chuppah just means Nisuin. Chuppah is a rabbinic word for the second stage of marriage. So Rav Huna says, Chuppah could even affect Kiddushin. Why? So couldn't we say that because uh, Chuppah allows a married woman to eat Truma if she marries a Kohen, then so that should prove that chuppah is actually better at reaching the marital state than even the other methods of kiddushin, which do not allow her to eat truma. The kesef ain't machil. So how do we know? So that's the question. It does kesef not allow her to eat truma? This is a question that comes up all across Shas, which is at what point does a married woman who marries a kohen, when is she allowed to eat truma? Is it from kiddushin or only from nisuin? Rav Huna's suggestion is that it's only from Nisuin. The Gemara is going to quote a position that it is from the time of Kiddushin, at least mid the Oraita. That is the Kesavinu Machil. Hamar Ula Tivar Torah Arusa Bat Yisrael Ochelat Betruma. A a woman who's only Mikudeshet could eat Truma mid the Oraita. Why? Shenemar VeKohen Ki Yiknen Nefesh Kinyan Kaspo. And since the marital relationship is affected as Kinyan Kesef. That is uh, uh, one of the ways of doing Kiddushin. So therefore, um, the wife could eat tru- uh, Truma even from the time of marriage. Vahai Kinyan Kaspohu, she is Kinyan Kaspo. She has been acquired by his money. Umatam Amru Eina Ochelet. Midra Banan, a woman who is Mikudeshet, cannot eat Truma. Why? Maybe she'll share the Truma. So she's allowed to eat Truma, but none of her family is. They're not married to Kohanim, especially her male relatives. And therefore, she might share the Truma with her male relatives, or even her uh, female relatives who are not married to Kohanim, and they'll come to be serious problems and serious violations. Ela parichachi, uma kesef she'eno gomer kone, kesef, which does not complete the marriage. That is, kesef can only do kiddushin, but not uh, nisuin, kone, and it does affect kiddushin. Chupa, 
Shegomeret chupa, which does affect the second stage of marriage, it does affect nisuin. Eno din shetikne. Does it? Could it not? By kalva chomer affect the kiddushin as well. Mal kesef shekin podin bohekdesh is the marshashin. No, kesef is different. Kesef in, in, it creates a different kind of a category. That is, kesef can do kiddushin, kesef can do master sheni, chuppah, of course, you would try to do a chuppah with your master sheni, it's not going to be poda the master sheni. That's just a category error. So, bia tochiach, bia tochiach, that bia will be the distinguishing characteristic, mala bia shekin kona beivama, and bia can create a kinyan, that is the first stage of marriage by Ivama. Kesef, Yochiyah. Wait, why are we bringing Bia here? What are we that is, maybe we could prove not from Kesef, because Kesef we rejected because of Master Shani. Maybe we can suggest from a Bia. I mean, Bia works and certainly Chuppah will work. And, but Bia is no, different. But people say that Bia is Chuppah. They do about those Ah, uh, exactly. That's exactly the problem. And that's why we said yeah. Bia, Shekane, Kona, the Ivama. Why that, do we think that is that if we're trying to learn Chavachomer from one of the modes of Kiddushin to Chuppah that is Chuppah it works better than Kiddushin so Bia we know affects Nisuin so Bia also we're trying to compare Bia to Chuppah right because we know that Bia is Kone Be'yivama so Kesef Yochiach V'chazer Hadin so each of them has flaws that neither of them can match up with but we say that each of them has problems, but they're not the same problems. They could work to affect kinyanim in general. That is, bia could be used as a kinyan kiddushin, or bia could be used as a kinyan for yibum, and kesef could be used as a kinyan for master sheni, or it could be used as a kinyan for kiddushin. So kinyan kinyan be'alma vekonekan, and they could make a kinyan kiddushin. We know that it works as a kinyan, and it work, and it should work as a kinyan here as well. So what about bien and kesef that have hana? So and then that should be a problem for chupa because there's no hana by chupa. So shtar yochiach. Shtar is just like chuppah in that there's no hana and it should still work. Mala shtar, shekin motzi. No, shtar is unique because shtar could be used for divorce and there's no such thing as using a chuppah for a divorce. Shekin motzi bivas Yisrael. It could be used to divorce a Jewish divorce. That is important to note. The non-Jewish divorce is just severance of the relationship. <laughs> the Rambam has that in Hilchot Malachim in Perek Ted and uh, people should see that there. And Bia is different because Bia could not be used to affect divorce, obviously. You could never imagine a relationship that is ended by a sexual act. So, Bia Yochichu, Kesef, Bia Yochichu, Bechadar Hadin, Lorai Zechariza, Lorai Zechariza, they each have problems that they don't have the same problems. They could be used as Kinyanim in general, and they are Kona here. And that's Rufunah's. No, each of those three, I mean, sorry, each of those two, that is Shtar and Bia, and Bia could be Balkarcha and not Kesef. And Ravuna cannot address the fact that Kesef does not exist in a marital context, which is Balkarcha. So Amarava, Shtechu, Shovobadavar. So Rava has two problems for Ravuna. Chada de Shaloshtan, Velo Arba. The Mishnah said, Ha'ishanikneit women can get married in two way, uh, three ways and not four ways. Ve'od, klum chupa gomeret, elayedi kiddushin. Chupa only works to create nisuin if it's following kiddushin. That's the best problem with Ravuna's Chaba Homer. That is, you want to say that chupa works because it creates a more expanded 
uh, kinyan? No. Chupa does the second stage of a trans- of of the developing marital relationship. Well, that's what he's that was precisely what he was trying to prove. Right? Except Rav Huna thinks it works. Right. So Rava thinks Rav Huna is. I also want to ask you a simple question. Did anybody ask why that pasuk that was at the bottom of the previous Amud Lagabe Kohen could be like a fabulous scriptural source for Kesef? It's t- it talks about that's not the pasuk so it's addressed in uh, Ktubo that primarily that pasuk is talking about actually slaves and that's part of the the Kinyan Kaspo mm-hmm. particularly in the right. pshat Kinyan right. Kaspo Yelig Beto Miknat Kaspo there are two right. kinds of slaves you could own you could own a slave who is born to a slave you already own or you could have bought a slave so the context is they use the context to simply narrow the focus of that well not just narrowing the focus but frankly to distinguish between slavery right. and, and marriage, marriage which are very different kinds of Kinyan Kesef. It does get brought up, particularly in the Gemara in Ktubot, and Tosfot in Ktubot deals with that exact distinction, uh, which is that marriage and slavery are very different. Okay. So, Chupa Gomeret El Ayyide Kiddushin, V'chi Gemiri Chupa Shelo Ayyide Kiddushin, Mechupa Shalim. So, Ravuna, Ravuna had a chance, was able to... Ravuna thinks that he, he has a very elaborate twisty, confusing kind of Kavachomer, which is that if we take all three kinds of Kiddushin, we can make a Kavachomer with Chuppah. Right. That is, each of the three different ways of getting Mikudeshet are each different, but when combined, they can do Kiddushin, Chuppah, and they cannot do Nisuin. Chuppah, which can do Nisuin, cannot do so Kiddushin. Right now, so should, of course, so should be able to do Kiddushin. Yes, and then Rava comes and says, two problems. Number one, the Mishnah. The Mishnah said you can get married three ways, not four ways. Number two, what are you talking about? Chuppah can do Nisuin, Kalva Chomer should be able to do Kiddushin. There's no such thing. There are two different processes. And that's exactly Rabbi's question. So you're going to say, oh, Kulum Chuppah Gomer, Eli Kiddushin. Chuppah can only do Gimur, that is the second act of marriage, after Kiddushin. So Abai is going to defend Rav Huna. Shalosh, Tanan, Velo, Arba. The fact that the Mishnah says three and not four. Tanan, Milta, Dichtiva, Behedia, Katani, Milta, Dilochtiva, Behedia, Lokatani. It only listed the three that could be learned from the Tanakim. So it's Tanavishir, but it's particularly the difference between things which are mentioned more explicitly in the Torah compared to something learned from Kalva Homer, which is entirely logical. Which wasn't a good question, and it's not exactly a good answer either. Rav Huna can incorporate your challenge to his Kalva Homer into the Kalva Homer and make it even more convoluted. Money cannot do Nisuin after you have done Kiddushe Kesef. That is, you give money for Kiddushin, and you try to give a second ring for Nisuin, it would not work. Rav Huna's Kalvachomer is that since Chuppah works after Kesef, shouldn't Chuppah work after Chuppah? This gets into the Tosos HaRosh's question, which is when Rav Huna says, Chuppah Kona Mikalvachomer, does he mean doing Chuppah once or twice? Tosos HaRosh says, when I say Chuppah Kona Mikalvachomer, does that mean Chuppah Nisuinose? It does both together? Or does it mean Chuppah would do the Kiddushin and then you need to do Nisuin afterwards? So that's a, a major problem with this whole back and forth. Tanarabana. Okay, wait, but so meanwhile, it does stand. Rav Huna, we, do, we don't paskin by Rav Huna. 
it seems. Right. Yeah, I never do. But we almost not? never do. I mean, he's, he's why not? He has his Kalva Homer. It's very convoluted and it's rejected by Rava. But no, but, but Abaye, and Abaye, Abaye can deflect Rava's challenges play. with weak answers. And frankly, we have Machokas Abaye and Rava, so we'll pass him by Rava. So, Mimana Shah. Whether it's I, wait, wait, I understand why Howard was so weak. Abai, it seems like Gemara didn't challenge Abayi's rejection. Ah, okay, so the riff, it seems, may pass in like Rav Huna, and there are certain briskers who, for whatever reason, are, there was a case, I remember there, this case came up, maybe it was a hypothetical case, but I'm not sure. There was a Kohen who, they had done the Badekin, and then the, his wife, at the wedding, died of some kind of a heart attack or something immediately at that point wow. at the wedding what, the is ka- the, kala? the kala died yeah. at the wedding is the is the Kohen allowed to be mitamela does do we say that mm-hmm. the chuppah that he did with the veil counts as nisuin or not mm-hmm. to allow him to to yeah. shiva for her and everything else or not that was the question so that kind of case does not come up so often thank god and there are very few naskaminas with this kind of shita we we're not trying to do kiddushin with the chuppah anyway the, the question becomes more sort of how much theoretically do we even consider this notion, this Kabachomer is very convoluted, it kind of undermines the whole unique nature of each of the three different modes of Kiddushin, it's kind of extracted by force almost, without really uh, an eye to the nuance, so I think that's part of why Rava is uncomfortable with it, but certainly I, I forget now whether the Rif uh, Paskin by Rafuna or not, I think I remember that he does. So you have to, in- so you have to intend to do Chuppah? You're right, you would have you to say, at leave the though. We're going to see now exactly this question, which is the role that the Amira, that is verbal declaration, plays in the act of Kiddushin. So let's continue. Tanur Banan. Ketzad How do you get married with Kesef? So we already derived that there is Kiddushay Kesef, now we have to deal with what's the process. And this is very important, which is, Natan la kesef, o kesef. He gives her either the money or something that is worth money. Ve'amarla, hare'at mekudeshet li, hare'at me'ureset li, hare'at li le'intu. You are mekudeshet to me, you are sanctified to me, you are me'ureset, married to me. Hare'at li le'intu, you are my wife. Harezo mekudeshet. Then she is married. You have to say something. So if you just gave it to you, her, I didn't say anything. So that's exactly the point, which is that Kiddushin must be accompanied by an act of Amira, Interestingly, there's a dis- distinction by Kiddushay Shtar. Do we say Kiddushay Shtar requires Amira or not? It's a machok between the Rashi we have on our pages and the Rashi in the back, uh, Rashi on the page of the Rif. So we'll get, maybe get to that when we talk about Kiddushay Shtar. So you give her the ring and let's say, like, let's say we, the matter what we do it. Will you marry me? Okay, so we're going to deal with exactly that question that's coming up, which is, under what circumstances are these things expendable? That is, the fundamental quality is the transfer of Kesef. The question of how crucial the Amira is is going to come up in just a sec. So, about he shenatna the Amrahi, what if she gives the ring to him and she says, what does she say? Hareini mekudeshet lecha, I am married to you. Hareini mekudeshet lecha, hareini lachli into Eina mekudeshet. She would not be married in that case. Now, what happened? We changed two things. That's the Gemara's problem. We changed the fact that he did not give the ring, she gave the ring, and we changed the fact that she said something and he did not say something. So the Gemara asked, Makif la Rapapa, Rapapa has a problem with this price, Tama, it's Natan hu ve Amar hu, Ha, Natan hu ve Amar hi, Eina Mekudeshet. Would you say the reason it works is because he gave the ring and he said it, and therefore if she, what about the middle case? What about if he gives the ring and she says something? So, with that, you would say, Eina Mekudeshet, Eina Seifa, Aval Hishanat Nalo, Ve Amrahi, if she does both, Lo Habikidushin, then they're not married, Tama de Natan Hi, Ve Amrahi, Ha Natan Hu, Ve Amrahi, what if he gives it and she says it, Habikidushin, then it would work. 
So Rav Papa doesn't know. Rav Papa asks the question. Reisha Davka, so conclude, the Gemara concludes, Reisha Davka, the beginning of the Mishnah, uh, Brita, is precise, that is, the man has to do both for it to be Kiddushin. Seifa, Kedei Naspa, and the Seifa just came along for the ride. That is, use a similar formulation for mnemonic purposes. Betane Seifa, Milta, this, um, but no, it's not just that he came along for the ride. It actually says something that contradicts. If he gives the money and he says it, that for sure works for Kiddushin. If he gives it and she says it, that's like she gave it. The fact that she said something when he gave it makes it like she gave it. That's what the Quran says. And it would not be Kiddushin. Alternatively, If she does both, it does not work. However, Maybe that's Suffolk Kiddushin. That is, if the man gives the woman the ring and the woman says something, the man doesn't say anything, he's silent. Does her Amira play the role of the Amira or not? That's Suffolk Kiddushin. The first opinion is that it's, in fact, would not be Kiddushin at all. Second opinion is Chayshinan min Rabbanan. That is, if she would go and now and marry a second man, she would require to divorce both of them. So, that's an important question about the role of the Amira. That is, what role does the verbal declaration play at the time of Kiddushin? The woman participating in the verbal declaration could actu- actively undermine even a kosher nitina, the man giving the ring. So that's important to note. It has to do with the fact of what's the process here. It's the pasuk says ki yikach ishisha. The man takes the wife. Obviously, the man, based on that pasuk, is going to have a more active role in the process than the woman. But to what extent or what role? Again, the amira is not mentioned in the pasuk at all. So why would the woman's participation in that way undermine or compromise the process? Is an important question. There we have two alternatives here. But it still doesn't answer my question, you know, which is sort of intermediate. Like, you know, will you, like, you know, like our thing, will you marry me, right? So it's not him saying ah, you'll be married. Oh, okay, so that's so going to come up. But her thing is, that, is that her considered doing that's the gonna come up. That's going to come up, I think, in tomorrow's daf, or maybe it's in two days, the question of asukim be'oto inyan. What if they're involved in the process? Again, they're both standing under the chuppah. What if they don't say anything? So that probably works anyway. But it's an interesting question. We're going to see here right now, Shmuel, the opinion about yadayim. So we remember back to Nadarim at the beginning of last summer, Nadarim and, and Nazir, we have a principle of Yadayim. That is, you don't say the exact proper formulation, you say something similar, something that implies it. With their Yadayim Mochichot, it's obvious what you meant. There are Yadayim She'inan Mochichot that are not obvious what you meant, and then there are things which are so unclear that they're not even Yadayim at all. There's a Machloket about Yadayim She'in Enan Mochichot. Yadayim which are not explicit, do we say Havin Yadayim or not? That is, if I see a Nazir walking by and I say aha like that one does that make me a Nazir or not that's a machlok so we're going to see Amar Shmuel the Kiddushin in a case of Kiddushin Natan Lakasev Veshavakasev Amar Hare'at Mekudeshet you are married or Hare'at Meureset Hare'at Le'intu you are not to me not to me he does not say Li so what happens Harezo Mekudeshet so she's married to him presumably Hareni Isheikh, Hareni Baalech, Hareni Aruseikh, I am your husband. Ein Khan Beis Michush. That, there's nothing even to be worried about in that case. That means not Kiddushin. That is, the man says, I am your husband, because the man's status does not change. The woman's status is what changed. She goes from being unmarried to being someone 
with whom no other man could have a relationship with. She needs a get from this man in order to remarry, all sorts of things. The woman's status is what changed. There is no status that the man attains. The man could go and marry no, his wife. But isn't it implicit? I'm giving you this. So I will be your ah. husband. Obviously, with that, you'll be my wife. And that's proof that Shmuel does not hold by Yadayim. So let's, we're going to exactly see that. So, Ein Khan Beis Michosh. That's what Shmuel says. V'chein begerushin natama v'amar la if you say you're sent away you're divorced then she is divorced I am no longer your husband that's not a divorce if you say I'm not your husband anymore that isn't a divorce so Shmuel thinks Yadaim which are not obvious are are good yadaim. That is, we say, uh, as long as he said, hare at mekudeshet, that is enough. He didn't say mekudeshet li, so that's yadaim she'enan mochichos havi yadaim. Hatnan hamar, aha, if he says about this nazir, hare the nazir, he just said, aha, like this one, he is a nazir. The havinan bavidiman aha betani kamar, maybe he meant to, he would adopt uh, a fast, and not that he was trying to become a nazir. It only works if the Nazir was actually right in front of him. And therefore, If the Nazir were not walking past at that time, then he would not be a Nazir. So, either it's because of the, you said, Li, um, or, uh, the is comes to teach all the later the later formulations that is that is said about that if the man tries to teach his uh, to change his status that it doesn't work. That's what Shmuel came to teach and not to teach us anything about Yadayim. He has to change the woman's status and not uh, change change his own status. He cannot take himself to her. Um, he has to divorce her and not that he divorces himself from her that is the woman's status is the one that changes and not the man's mm-hmm.